Hi everybody and welcome to the Adaptation Station. We're doing a special mini episode about uh, book adaptations to theater this time. Usually we talk about book adaptations to film. This time it's theater. Sage, can you say hi? Hi, my name's Sage. This is Sage, as you know. Um, so Sage and I have been really hitting up the theater adaptations recently and we... First of all, if you're living in Los Angeles, at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you all of the theater shows at all the different theaters around us that are coming up in the next few months. So if you want to check any of them out, we highly recommend several of the children's theaters around here. Um, But so far, so last year we went to see Junie B. Jones uh, at the Morgan Wixon, and this year we we went to see Winnie the Pooh and The Giving Tree. Right, Sage? Yep. Um, and we were just talking, you know, after the show about some of the challenges of turning a book into a into a play or a musical and, and how that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. So that's what we're going to talk about today. This is probably going to be a shorter episode than usual, but um, we wanted to just put it out there to share the good news about all of the cool performances that are coming up in the Los Angeles area. Yep. I think because it's the freshest in our memory, we're going to start by talking about The Giving Tree. We just saw it this past weekend at the Los Angeles Children's Theater in Santa Monica. And uh, it's a small theater. You know, the stage is a little smaller, which was really cool, I think, because the audience isn't huge and it's a very intimate performance. You feel like you're right next to the performers. You can see them really well. They even came up into the audience for part of it. They used all the space they had. Um, and, you know, in The Giving Tree, if you've read it, it's the characters. There's not very many characters. There's just the boy, the tree, if you can count that as a character, although trees don't usually move, and uh, the narrator, I guess. So the performance had only three performers. There's the narrator, the boy, and the person who played the tree. Sage, do you want to talk about uh, how they tackled the challenge of making a tree a character? What did they do? Um, so they were just, they put the girl up there, mm-hmm. and she did some dances. What kind of dancing? Like ballet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... How how did her ballet dancing make you think of a tree? Like, did she do a good job of playing a tree? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Her arms were sort of waving in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a stationary tree because during the performance, you know, the boy had to pick apples and chop branches off. You know, that's the sad part of the giving tree. I won't give anything away if you haven't read it, but you really should. It's short by Shel Silverstein. It won't take you very long, but it's a good story. Um, yeah, and it was really fun, you know, they, they played hide-and-seek, and the play, the guy who played the boy came up and hid in the audience, right? He's, he hid right next to us, and we had to be quiet so the tree didn't know where he was hiding, right? So that was at the Los Angeles Children's Theater. Highly recommend. Tickets were very affordable. They also do a Frozen sing-along, which we haven't done yet, but I think we might. Um, another theater that we really enjoy is the Morgan Wixon, and they have a whole series every year of, I think, four or five 
performances specifically for children. And that's where we went to see Winnie the Pooh. Last year we saw Junie B. Jones and the Little Mermaid there. Um, they've got some interesting, an interesting lineup. They're going to be doing Mercy Watson, which is a book. And also uh, upcoming is James and the Giant Peach. Sage, do you remember when we read James and the Giant Peach? Yeah. And yeah. we also watched the film, which was a stop motion film. I feel like I have no idea how they're going to tackle that on a stage. Me either. I don't know how that even happened. Like, well, because if what what is most of the James and the Giant Peach? How are they traveling? With the peach. Right, a giant peach, that's the size of a house or bigger. So, Maybe it's going to be made out of bended cardboard. Bended cardboard. That would be a, a good lightweight option. But how oh. are they going to show them in the peach? Or how are they going to show like um, the sharks? You just give me an idea. So what if they put, like, yellow, like, orange, like, they put orange cardboard around the walls mm-hmm. so it looked like you were inside that. Inside the giant peach. Okay. Yeah, because James and the insects are in the pit of the peach for a lot of the show. Uh, So, yeah, I bet you're right. That that could be how they do it. Yeah, but then how are they going to show them falling on the tower? That one, I do not know. It's somebody's job over at the Morgan Wixon or wherever, any theater, to sit there and think about how much do we have to show... And how much can we expect the audience to use their imaginations? That would just be weird. How would they, like, if it was a ginormous one, if they made it tiny, it would not look ginormous. So, since it's like the base top, is it skyscraper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The peach falls on it, so how are they going to show the peach falling Right, on? the film showed that because they could show us literally anything that our imaginations could conceive of because it was stop motion in the theater we're gonna have to do a little work with our imaginations i think uh yeah yeah, for instance when we went to see winnie the pooh there was this part where um all the animals were trying to make a trap to catch the the monster that they thought was had kidnapped christopher robin and of course they couldn't put a pit in the stage right yeah. And so, do you remember how they showed that, the pit? They made a box, kind of, onto the stage. They put some fake leaves, the toppings, some food, mm-hmm. and a, a bottom. And when they all fell in, you would get pushed out. Yeah, there was a sort of... So there was the opening to the pit, and then there was a open part in the front so that we could still see the characters when they were supposedly in the pit and did it occur to you sage that any of them could have easily jumped out of there right it like they they sort of fell in but they were tall enough that they could have just jumped out right yeah so our imaginations had to do some work there when they were saying oh oh i can't get out i can't here come stand on my shoulders oh no we're still not tall enough that's called the willing suspension of disbelief because there's a little part of your brain that says, oh, they could easily climb out of there. But then there's another part of your brain that says, I want to enjoy this story. So I'm going to pretend that they are stuck in an actual pit, not in a little cardboard square. I thought they were actually stuck in there. Awesome. 
So they did their job. No, it actually seemed like they were stuck in there for real. Okay. Well, see, they did a really good job of imagining this story for you. Awesome job, Morgan Wixon. Really good. All right. Well, um, I'm I'm glad we got a chance to discuss that. Um, If I just want to say real quick, uh, in a minute, I'm going to list all of the plays that you can go see in the Los Angeles area in the next few months. But if you are a listener who does not live in the Los Angeles area, I encourage you to either ask your parent or if you know how to yourself, look up uh, children's theater in my area. I've noticed a lot of children's theater is book adaptations, um, which is really cool because you could read the book and then go see it live on the stage. And there are some things, there's some things that theater can't do that film can but there's also really cool things about theater which is that you can see people and sometimes at the morgan wixon it's actually kids that do the performance yeah mate it was almost always yes kids it's all done by kids and they're really they really do a good job yeah and it's really cool to support your fellow kids in their hard work and then and at least at the morgan wixon you can go up and shake their hands and talk to them afterward which is really exciting. Uh, at Winnie the Pooh, Sage got to meet all of the characters. Um, who was your favorite character of Winnie the Pooh? Piglet. Why did you like Piglet? Because she she really sounded like Piglet. That's it was bad. like the perfect noise. Her voice was perfect. Yeah, yeah it was so, super squeaky. It was. She sounded so much like Piglet. She she did a great job. I was saying to Sage that before a play like that the theater will put out a casting call and people can try out and say, uh, you could try out for more than one role or you could say, I want a specific role. And I bet when Piglet tried out, they said, yes, you are perfect. Your voice sounds just like Piglet's voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, check around, see what plays and musicals are, are near you, especially in the summer when you're off school. Um, if you can't find anything that tickles your fancy, I also want to encourage you, it's not too hard to make your own play out of a book. You know, pick out your favorite picture book especially would be easy. You know, The Giving Tree was a shorter book, so it wasn't too hard for them to adapt that. I always think um, Mo Willems' books make good reader's theater. If you read Piggy and Elephant, for instance, one person, your friend, could play Piggy, one person could play Elephant. And they're, the dialogue's all there for you, and you can act it out. They, you know, they're pretty silly and crazy, so you'd have to do a lot of arm waving and shouting and that kind of thing. But it, it would not be too hard to put on your own play, and maybe you could charge people money to come see you, and then you could make money, and that would be awesome. What do you think ah, of that, Sage? That would be a really good idea if you listen to my mom. Okay. Thanks, Sage. Thanks for saying that. You're welcome. Like I said, this is a little bit of a short episode, um, but now I'm, I'm going to let you know if you live in the Los Angeles area, uh, what's what's available to you in the next couple of months. Some very exciting plays. Um, the Morgan Wixon is doing James and the Giant Peach from March 30th to April 14th, and they'll be doing Mercy Watson from July 13th to 28th. Uh, the theater we mentioned, the Los Angeles Children's Theater, they're still playing The Giving Tree. And then they're going to be putting on in the upcoming in March, uh, Where the Wild Things Are musical. They Their performances happen on the weekend in the afternoon, and you can look them up on the Los Angeles Children's Theater.com. 
the Pico, which is obviously on Pico, is currently putting on their own James and the Giant Peach and also Thumbelina. Matilda the Musical is going to be in March at the Fred Covley Theater in Thousand Oaks. And then Fantagious Theater is putting on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in April. Now, I'm sure there's even more than that, but that's more than enough to keep anybody busy. So if any of those sound good to you, there are a variety of prices for the tickets starting at, I think, like $10 and then... um, uh, Matilda the Musical and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory are more than that, but some of them are very affordable. So check it out if it, that interests you and let us know how it goes. Or if there's any theater productions in your area, we would love to hear about that. Or if you put on your own theater production of a book, we would obviously love to hear about that or even see a video recording because that would be awesome. So thank you very much. And uh, coming up, Our next episode, just to give you a little teaser, is going to be about Harry Potter. Sage and I have just finished reading the third Harry Potter book, and we are excited to do a podcast on the Harry Potter books and movies, and we're going to have a special guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but special guest on our next episode, so stay tuned.